Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, September 29th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Full Spend Yacht Club official pre sale release launch mint AMA. Let's take a listen. Hello, hello. How are you doing today, Booms? I'm doing fine. How about yourself? Been good. Been good with all things considered. <laughs> We've got a lot going on, a lot to talk about. Uh, a lot that is about to happen in the next few days, so it's exciting, yeah. but busy, you know. Yeah, it's been a busy day for you, that's for sure. But hey, nothing that we can't handle, nothing that you know we weren't, you know, waiting and ready for. Yeah, so, that's right, just finalizing some stuff, getting everything ready to go, and you know, we will, we'll, we'll be ready for it. So, no complaints. <laughs> We'll be fine. What up, what up? Hey, how's it going? I'm fine. I'm just on my way to uh, go, go to sit in the car so my wife doesn't get anxiety of us all blabbing about. <laughs> I might have to go sit in the car too. I don't know. <laughs> Anxious times, but also exciting. Yes. yes. Yep. Super Mixed. exciting. A lot of stuff, a lot of emotions today, that's for sure. I think it's going to be good, though. I think all all things considered, it's, you know, a super amazing opportunity and oh. we're able to capitalize on it. So Without we're just going to keep on keeping on. Without a doubt. I actually, this time I wrote down a couple of questions I have for you. So I might come off a bit uh, uh, as a reporter. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, no worries. That's why we're here. So anybody in Florida go through that uh, hurricane, Ian? Hopefully everybody's safe and okay. What a mess. Yeah, that stuff's never fun. Never, you know, good for anybody. All right, we'll give it one more minute or two, and then we will jump straight in. I almost forgot to post a pin the... Uh, giveaway we're doing during this space. So let me do that as well. Perfect. Looks like we got it uh, pinned. There's going to be two tweets pinned above in the space. The first one is a overview of our final hash rate projections, which is going to be the first topic we go into today. And then uh, the next one is the giveaway that we're doing during the space. We're going to be giving away 25 whitelists, um, one free mint. So super awesome. A huge giveaway, but yeah, let's dive right into it and get this party started. So, uh, yeah, so after we ran the numbers uh, again after yesterday's space, uh, we had found that we didn't accurately account for the import taxes um, that would be, you know, added to it. 
And so uh, with that, uh, we redid the numbers, made sure everything was correct. Uh, we had like less than an hour before yesterday's space when, uh, you know, we f found everything out. And so it was a little bit chaotic and we didn't quite do the math uh, 100% correctly. So we, you know, had the team look at it, make sure everything's correct this time. And we are looking at uh, just shy of 8.4 hair hash per second um, with overclocking. Uh, per per NFT, so not quite that ten terahash that we were uh, hoping that we would maybe be able to get up to, but uh, we are looking like we'll be able to, you know, pretty pretty certainly, uh, you know, do eight point three five. I think is what it came out to be, eight point three four. So that is the uh, main point of discussion for uh, this space. Um, we're here to discuss what that looks like, any questions we have about it. Um, another uh, hu a ma major thing is that um, we wanted to make sure that we were as clear as can be that um, with there is uh, 8.35 terahash uh, per NFT. However, 20% of that is withheld for uh, replacing the miners, upkeeping the miners, and um, all of that. And so um, that's one of the things that makes our project extremely unique and more beneficial than any other mining project. Uh, after we take that 20% out of the, um, when, when we withhold the 20% of the hash rate, we still end up with more hash rate than any other project. However, with our project, because we take that 20%, we'll be able to buy more miners uh, and increase the hash rate and hope and we will be able to uh, stay ahead of the uh, difficulty increase curve uh, and we'll also be able to provide benefits for uh, far longer than most other projects are you know providing them for and so other projects I, I've heard are doing around three to four years uh, when you buy the NFT but for our NFT with the percent that we withhold um, it is gonna guarantee that you have mining power for the rest of your life. And this project isn't just a, a three to four year thing. It is, you know, it's, we're, we're gonna be uh, upkeeping it and operating it as a profitable, sustainable business for, you know, as long as we can. Um, I'm sure that even once I die, uh, we're gonna have, you know, somebody that will, you know, easily and gratefully take my place, continue running the project. So when you pass your NFTs down to your kids, uh, they'll, you, you know, you'll be, you can ensure that the project will continue to run at the same profitability and same standards and same, you know, morals that we have been building it with. So that's kind of the uh, main point of this space is that we wanted to uh, post the final numbers, post the full breakdown, like we said we were going to do a while ago before you know, the pre-sale. This has all been super fast for us. We, uh, we were honestly not expecting uh, Bitmain to do public sales as soon as they were. And so uh, we need to secure funding so that we can uh, make the deposits we need to get the miners we need and ensure that they don't sell the miners that we need to public sales. And so, uh, yeah, that's, that's the whole rundown of the space today. Uh, obviously we 
are open to a bunch of questions, but now that I have uh, dropped the terror hash, I'm going to edit the edit the title of this, and we will dive right in. And it looks like Sidious has a question. The first question. <laughs> the first question. Okay, I had five, so we could do five questions with Sidious. But it he's says got what the you first want. five questions. <laughs> <laughs> so to uh, basically go more into what you said last, right now. Um, explain for us what, what went through your mind, if you will, uh, uh, when you decided to make the hash rate per NFT higher, when you heard the Bitmain K3 pricing, um, as opposed to just starting the pre-sale with the hash being max 1.35 that you communicated earlier and, uh, you already had this strong community. So, so how did that go in your, in your head? <laughs> um, it, it wouldn't have been. I mean, immediately, and this is what we've been doing the entire time of our project, is that uh, the second that we have uh, verified information that we can make public, we update everything about the project. So that's uh, an interesting question, but uh, it's just part of our transparency where if we, if we said that we're giving you guys 1.35 terahash per second, what's going to happen to the rest of the 80% of the terahash? It, it, it's not right for us to say that we're only giving you guys 1.3 when we have available uh, now 8.35 terahash. So for us, it's just a transparency issue and we have to tell you guys exactly what we're giving you. And that goes for both. Uh, we can't rob you of, you know, six or eight or seven terahash. And, uh, you know, on the flip side, we push out as much information as we can to you guys immediately. And so what was going through my head was just, we have an update, we have to update the community. And so we talked with the team and that's what we did. So, you know, it's just all about uh, being as transparent as possible. And our goal is to provide you guys with the most hash rate as possible. So, you know, the second that we were able to, you know, redo our math, even though we did make a mistake in our uh, up to 10 tera hash, uh, just due to you know being rushed and having that space only a few a few minutes after you know we had uh, figured out the uh, you know official numbers that we could publish and whatnot and so yeah that's kind of the the rundown but yeah our goal is just to be as transparent as possible and when we have an update whether it is uh, increasing hash rate or decreasing hash rate we try to get that out as soon as possible and. You know, there's a lot of stuff that can affect both, whether it be pricing of miners, uh, change in um, costs for materials for building the data center, change in labor costs. There's so much different things. And so uh, from the start of our project, we have just been, you know, being as transparent as possible and getting information to you guys as soon as we know it. So that's kind of the the rundown of what was, what was all going through our heads. But does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah. So, so if I understand correctly, so that's a follow up. That's not one of the five. <laughs> then um, you're basically saying that the hash rate per NFT is directly linked to how much the eighty percent of the miners will generate, and um, uh, the way the market goes with that. So also the the investment that goes into buying all the miners is directly linked to the hash rate, uh, so that we're all in this together and not you being able to. Uh, keep a lot for yourself 
because of the smart contract or because of the way the NFTs are being built. Exactly. So yeah, uh, when when we have an increase in the total hash rate available or the hash rate that we're going to acquire through purchasing those miners, we just immediately update. You know, whatever we we push out any information to you guys. So uh, yeah, just uh, being as transparent as possible, letting you guys know that there's more hash rate and uh, you know it's it, there's no point in us not providing that information to you guys when we are you know confident in the information so yeah nice thanks um so if you'd have to explain this in in layman terms uh your chart that you just posted that shows uh gross and net terras per second per nft uh, and it shows per, for air cooled and immersion mining uh but what is the number that an nft holder should calculate their rewards with that's a great question and uh so the air cooled is if we end up not doing immersion mining and this is also kind of to show the benefit of doing immersion mining so the air cooled you know that's that that's if we don't uh move forward with immersion mining and do the standard air cooled which has a lot a lot of downsides and then the other column is the immersion uh mining and so we are going to be moving forward with the immersion mining and so uh, I'll just directly talk about that, but let me pull up the actual infographic so that I can be 100% on this. But uh, so to give you guys the terms, the definition of the terms that we used, so that, you know, in layman terms, uh, the net hash rate and the Hold on. I'm just going to pull it up so I don't mix up these terms. <laughs> Everybody here has made time for you, so no problem. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> we appreciate you guys being here. Yeah, so the gross hash rate, uh, that is how much um, mining power is available per NFT. Uh, however, 20% of that, like we said, is going to go into upkeeping, replacing, and uh, buying new miners with more hash rate as they, you know, get made. And so uh, the reason that we, we we post the gross hash rate is because uh, indirectly you are still getting, uh, you know, all of the all of the benefits from that hash rate, and you know it goes into buying the new miners, it goes into upkeeping, uh, it goes into enabling us to provide these rewards for life and not just uh, three or four years. And so gross hash rate is the total amount of hash rate that is uh, per NFT, available per NFT. However, net hash rate is the number that you should be using to calculate how much KDA is going to come into your pocket. So the net hash rate is just um, 80% of the gross hash rate, uh, accounting for the 20% that is withheld to uh, buy replace, repair, and upkeep the miners, and also pay for electricity. So, um, yeah, so the uh, net the net ha tear hash is what you should use for calculating how much pr uh, profits are going to get into your pocket. And then the difference between the two is how much uh, tear hash is going to go toward buying, uh, replacing the miner that you're renting. So, the rewards still go direct, you know, indirectly to you. It's not withheld for our founder or it's not withheld for, you know, anything like that. 
It is just the upkeep re replacement and repair so that we can not only stay ahead of the um, difficulty curve, but also replace miners at the end of their life and continue to provide what we're providing. So, you know, that's one of the things that makes us unique is that, you know, we're sustainable. We're not just planning to uh, sell this NFT, make you buy another NFT once these miners die. Uh, this is going to be, you know, a for life thing where you will be able to rent our miners with your NFT for the life of, you know, the project and us. So does that answer your question? Yep, completely. So basically, if we want to re, uh, calculate the reward that we would get after a uh, set amount of, of time, we should calculate on any online calculator with 6.7 terash per second. Correct. Yes. And then um, we, we will probably see that hash rate uh, increase as... Uh, we utilize the 20% that's withheld to, you know, buy more miners and stay ahead of the difficulty curve. But for the initial, uh, you know, initial launch, that will be the numbers that you use. All right. And uh, what everybody should understand you were saying is that um, the rewards, uh, so the, the, the gross Terra hash per NFT that also goes to all investors, but indirectly because of the investments to keep the project running like uh, forever. Yes. And so uh, that 20% is going to ensure that, you know, in 25 years, you don't have to spend a single penny to get the same benefits you're getting today. And, uh, you know, eventually you'll be able to pass this NFT down to your kids and we'll still be mining Kadena. And you know, that you will be looking down on them from heaven as they're still mining Kadena with this project. So, okay, yeah, right, right. Uh, the 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 difference between those two numbers still indirectly goes to you, but it isn't, you know, able to be cashed out indirectly into Kadena just so that we can be sustainable and, you know, replace miners and continue to do what we're doing. All right. You sounded a bit like Mariah Carey there shining down from heaven but i might i might start singing by the end of this space <laughs> okay. okay so so i have one more question that's a that's a bit more technical and then there's two other like a bit more personal questions for you but i'll leave that to the more informal part mostly at the end of all the amas so this um one question for right now and then i will give any everybody else the the chance um so if everything goes to plan you expect rewards as early as late December, uh, I read somewhere. So what could not go to plan? And how would that set back the earliest moment of the community cashing in their rewards in KDA? Beautiful question. I like that one. So the biggest issue for us um, is going to be Bitmain. They're notorious for saying dates and then pushing it back. So, uh, you know, similarly to most other projects that are buying KA3s, uh, to, to be able to utilize them, we're just waiting on Bitmain to ship us those miners. And so the, the really only realistic thing that could delay us, because uh, you know, we have mo plenty of time to do everything else. And so uh, you know, we're just gonna be waiting on the miners. Basically the only thing that could truly delay us would be uh, you know, waiting on those miners, waiting for Bitmain to actually get us the miners to set them up. Uh, we're going to be prepping, you know, uh, uh, fairly early before the miners will get here so that we 
you know, have everything set up and ready to go. Once they get here, minutes later, they're going to be, you know, turned on, start hashing and connected directly to, uh, you know, you guys. So you guys can claim the rewards and cash out. Nice. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I heard that too about Bitmain. Um, so how did you come up with that uh, late December moment then? Uh, just based on what Bitmain has told us. Okay, and and also you um, are able to buy in bulk because you have been on their radar and in in uh, how do you say that negotiations with them for a extended period period of time now. So you're not bound to fifty miners per per buy. Correct. We will be able to get as uh, we'll be able to fulfill our complete order that we're trying to do. So no worries there. We, you know, we're, we're certainly will be able to get more than just the uh, personal 50 limit. Thanks. I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> hey, no, feel free to keep asking questions. A lot of people have these questions and, you know, sometimes don't like talking in spaces. So uh, every, you know, everything works. But of course, there's, you know, just go with the flow, whatever works. We're here for it. No pressure. I, I, I just received a question from one of the other people that is uh, listening in the space right now. Let's do um, it. Yeah, he, he said he basically says uh, we have to pay uh, uh, $299 in KDA. Yes, it will like, be the equivalent in KDA. So it'll be about 210 KDA not, off the top of my head. I don't know what the actual price of KDA is right now. Yeah, that was not the entire question, though. Um, but um, full spend yacht club, they can't pay in KDA, but you have to sell for USDT to to buy the miners. Why do you um, not buy in USDT, or why do you, because Bitmain doesn't accept KDA, right? How 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 come you take that responsibility of trading to USDT upon yourself? Yeah, that's a great question. So uh, for us currently, it is. Uh, more of a technological limitation where uh, if we were wanting to accept USDT or USDC, uh, we would have to basically do a uh, a bridge so that you can pay in uh, USDT and then the NFT is minted on Kadena. And that's, that's partially because uh, USDT and Kadena are not the same blockchain, so they're not intercompatible. Uh, Kadena doesn't have an EVM. So... Uh, the main reason for that is, is just because uh, it makes it easy for once you mint, you're paying in Kadena, the smart contracts on Kadena, and it makes everything uh, a lot more coherent and uh, simple. Um, another part of that is going to be, and this is a lot of concern with other people, uh, they they say, well, uh, what, what about the price action of Kadena? And uh, we've been looking at other people's mints that mint in Kadena. Uh, that that also have to sell the Kadena, you know, immediately to fulfill their obligations. And we've noticed that there is a very, very minimal, if not, a, there's almost no uh, effect on the price. And a lot of that is because um, f in preparation for, you know, a mint, a lot of people start selling other coins and buying more Kadena. And then once we get it, if we sell it and trade it into USDT, uh, it's net neutral. You know, they bought 500, we sold 500 and it, you know, overall it becomes pretty neutral. So that's another common concern that we hear with that. But, uh, you know, 
we we're we're staggering our our mints so we're only doing 2500 uh currently which we are we're confident that it will not have you know a negative impact on the price of kadena all right so basically you're taking a bit of the responsibility uh, of what it costs to the project so not to the investors for the fact that bitmain doesn't accept uh, uh orders in kda yes and um i i really i really i strongly strongly believe and know for a fact that uh we're not going to see a substantial impact um to the project and you know i would i would almost be willing to personally take on that if we you know do miss out on anything due to price action uh, i'm i'm almost willing to cover that i'm that confident so uh yeah we will be you know with where we're at right now uh we're not seeing too crazy fluctuations of kadena but uh we're not going to be holding it you know we're uh, once we get it we're transferring it into usdt so there will be a uh, very minimal chance for anything to really go wrong and if for some odd reason kadena decided to plummet in price uh we would just have to adjust the uh mint cost uh live as we do the sale so you know we're we're taking everything into account we're not going to be holding kadena for a long time where we could be subject to any price changes or anything like that so uh just like every other project that you know is doing these things uh we're we're taking full accountability and responsibility for uh ensuring that that goes smoothly all right so I'm going to stop talking now because otherwise if I by any chance win the free mint then people will think it's a setup. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, no worries. And feel free to keep collecting questions and we'll we'll move on. I saw we had host logic request to speak. They will go to uh Gabriella and then Aaron. So How's it going, host? What's happening, brother? Busy freaking day, huh? extremely but you know it's exciting that's what we've been working the past year for so we're prepped for it we're ready and it's all just about uh you know getting everything pushed out to you guys yeah man you guys are rolling hard rolling live man i love that i like the way everything is going out you know i mean keep in mind everybody this is a very fluid market Things are changing and happening like every second at this point in time. It's pushing a lot of people on, you know, but look at how quickly we're reacting to things, you know, immediately. The pre-sale and the release is out on Bitman. So we're moving up our pre-sale, getting the funds together, getting things ready to roll out. That way we're ready to go in line the second that we open up. We're able to purchase the entire max amount that we're allowed to get to. Just about immediately. Every project is minting on KDA. Just literally every single one. So that's how every project is doing it. Some may have other alternative methods, but either way, you've got to get whatever that is, Ethereum, CrossMint, however you're going to do it, and convert that to USDC so you can pay for the miners. So that happens almost fluidity. But if, say, the, the mint price is 207 KDA, you're going to get your mint for 207 KDA. That's not going to change unless the, pl the the price is fluctuating and then we have to change it as it goes. But if you hit the button mint and it said 207, they took out 207, you're getting your NFT for 207. As an example. 100% accurate. 
I think um, unless you have a question, um, we're going to keep going through uh, every question and then we'll have a kind of an open discussion nope. in, uh, at the end. So roll on. Perfect. Appreciate you. And, you know, just got to keep things going. I have a feeling that we're going to be here for probably an hour or two. So <laughs> get, get the important stuff out of the way and then we'll I'll be able to chat and, you know, so appreciate you guys. Uh, next, we have Gabriella. Hello, Gabriella. How are you doing today? Twitter might have rug pulled them. You are muted. I don't know if. Yeah, Gabriella, you are muted. You are av available to speak. Uh, if we don't hear anything from you, we will move on to Aaron. Oh, there you are. Hello. Yeah, I have a question about the shipping. You will be on the first batch, like KMC, like with the shipping. Like you will be have the like the first people who will be have the miners. Uh, I I don't think we'll be the very first, but we'll be be within the first one or two. Um, and to get into uh, that, it, it looked like you had to basically allow uh, Bitmain to host your miners before they ship them to you. And um, I, I, we personally just didn't really like, uh, we didn't really like that concept where uh, we were allowing somebody else to run and manage our miners just because there's a lot of things you could do wrong that can hurt the miners and actually cause them to have a, sh a way shorter uh, lifespan. So for us, uh, we didn't want to have them running their, the miners air cooled. And then for us to get them, have to clean them, have to deal with their uh, mismanagement of miners, their, uh, you know, mismanagement of airflow and mismanagement of cleaning the air before it gets to the miners. So for us, um, we didn't opt in to host with them, uh, which is, you know, I, which is what we believe uh, what was enabled people to ensure that they get the first batch, but we will be, you know, getting, uh, the ones shortly after that. So, uh, the amount of time difference between when we get them versus others will be most likely, uh, probably not a much of a difference at all. So does that answer your question? Yes. And I have another about this, uh, about, uh, KMC. And again, uh, they told that they, right now running on these miners how it's possible that they are working with k83 right now yeah and that's part of the that's part of the deal that enabled them to ensure they got first shipments uh they purchased miners and are currently hosting them in uh bitmain's facilities so this is what i've, I've heard so you know take this with a grain of salt but what I've heard is that they're doing that and then they will get those miners that they're hosting for them, uh, shipped to them right away. And, you know, for us, um, it's like I said, we just don't want to deal with a other uh, hosting facility that we can't control the quality of running our miners because then we have to deal with all of the, you know, uh, negatives that come from not having a state-of-the-art uh, facility, especially with air-cooled. And especially because we're going to do immersion mining, uh, it would be, you know, hours and hours of work to clean all of the miners, undo any damages that they did and ensure that uh, we're able to immersion cool. And there's also the possibility of uh, Bitmain running tests on them, trying to see the uh, maximum heat that they can t handle before they uh, have their emergency shut down. And all of these things are not healthy for the longevity of a miner. And so we have kind of just avoided 
uh, hosting with anybody other than ourselves. And so uh, that's, that's, how they're, that's how they're getting access to them already. But uh, for us, we're more worried about the long term and ensuring that our miners last uh, for five years or longer and potentially up to 10 years with uh, immersion cooling. So for us, we have just been avoiding that. But I, th- I believe that's how they do it. But um, yeah. <laughs> Basically, we, we trust what we know and what we can control over what a different facility would. We never heard anything bad about, <clears throat> pardon me, um, anything bad about Bitmain's facilities or anything like that. But right, I mean, yeah, and just, just to be clear, I mean, we just trust what we know and we know if we can control the temp and how things are taken care of, then we know that they're done to the way we want and you're not counting on someone else taking care of your stuff. Right. Entirely. Yeah. Okay. And, and to uh, clarify even further, uh, just because we don't want to have Bitmain host our miners, they are a chip manufacturing company and not a mining company. So it, uh, uh, us not wanting to host with them has nothing to do with the quality of machines they make or the quality of a company they are. It's just exactly what Boom said. We, you know, we want to remove any variable that could possibly negatively impact us and impact the life of our, our miners. So, yeah. Does that answer your question, Gabriela? Yes. And where will it be your facility? Which country? It will be in the United States, in Colorado specifically. Okay, okay. And how long these miners have? How many years? Like, compared with Goldshield? Yeah, uh, typically we see around five years lifespan on the miners. But with what we're doing, which is immersion cooling, uh, that can expand the, the lifespan of miners up to an additional four to five years. So we could see anywhere from eight to 10 years uh, on our miners just because we are doing immersion cooling. And so, uh, you know, that's another uh, extreme benefit to us building our own data center, uh, being able to, you know, cool the miners how we want to cool them. And there's a bunch of other additional benefits. But um, with immersion cooling, we will see uh, eight to 10 years and um, up to eight to 10 years. And with air cooling, uh, it's safe to say around five. And compared to Gold Shell, um, I, I think they're pretty similar where you can expect a Gold Shell miner to last around the same for both air cooled and immersion cooled. And you, you change your opinion about miners right now when this when this uh, price was so up from a bit bitamer or first option was this miners never gold fear uh we are just doing whatever provides the most profitability so we we've uh previously thought we were going to go with fast miner uh then gold shell made uh a new miner that was more profitable and then of course bitmain made a new miner that was more profitable uh, as a project, we have been talking about, you know, when Bitmain's going to make a miner, uh, how it should be way better because they have, you know, all of the technology, uh, a lot more technology than Gold Shell. And they've been, you know, they're a bigger company. They've been doing it longer, all these different things. So we have been anticipating this. And uh, we thought that when Gold uh, Bitmain made a miner, that it would be the first choice of ours. But uh, nobody could predict the future. So we were just doing at the time what makes the most profitability. 
And if Goldshell comes out with a miner that is more profitable than the KA3 uh, and we're capable of getting it, we will do that. So uh, our, our goal is to uh, just ensure the most profitability for the longest amount of time. And, uh, you know, both companies have fit that uh, at different times. Okay, thank you for this answers. Good luck, guys. Thank you very much for the uh, great question. So uh, appreciate it. And now we will move on to Aaron. Bring you up as a speaker. And there you go, Aaron. We brought you up. How's it going? Hey, gents. How are you doing? Doing, doing well, good. doing well. How are you today? Not too bad. Uh, just... Uh... Just uh, kind of experience a barrier, a barrier to entry here for this whole buying and key KDA thing. And I was just curious of other people's ideas. Um, you know, I have some KDA on crypto.com and I and I have a couple of KD box pros going, but I haven't obviously I haven't hit a threshold to actually, you know, in my X wallet to actually uh not even buy one NFT yet with that balance. So I'm just curious what everybody else is doing here as far as getting uh, KDA to their walls because I can't I can't transfer off of crypto.com yet. I got the I can answer that if you like. Yes. Yeah, so, um the the simplest thing I would suggest is using a different uh, currency to transfer out of uh crypto.com and then exchange into Kadena and then send it to the wallet that you're going to be using to purchase. And so uh, the two exchanges that are what I use would be Binance.us and also um, KuCoin. And so what, what I personally do is I uh, buy Litecoin or Dash just because they're quick, they're cheap to send, there's not a, a huge gas fee. And then I'll send it to a place that will allow me to withdraw the Kadena. I'll sell the Litecoin, buy the Kadena, and then withdraw the Kadena. So it's kind of like a crypto shuffle. But uh, also host Logic, if you have any suggestions, feel free. Yeah, I actually did the same thing, man. I, I have a lot of uh, KDA that I bought on crypto.com as well, too. And simply what I had to do was uh, sell that or whatever amount I wanted to sell at that dollar amount put it into ETH or just, you know, switch it out, send that to uh, MetaMask. Again, this is a shuffle. And then I used a um, program called Simple Swap, which works pretty well for me. Um, you know, there's the LIGO bridge as well, too. And either one works fine. Simple Swap works quicker and cheaper for me. And that sends it directly to your uh, X wallet. It's it's about a three-step process, but it's the cheapest and quickest way to get, you know, what you need out of the Crypto.com exchange and into your Kadena wallet, at least until, you know, Crypto.com gives you the ability to send, you know, Kadena. They haven't done that yet, but if you're not on an exchange that lets you buy and send Kadena, uh, like Qcoin, that's what I do. Yeah, and I, actually, I actually use Gate.io, and then... I can buy with fiat and just uh, so buy USDT with fiat and just buy KDA and then withdraw wallet. So no shuffles needed. But I don't know how it is with KYC and so uh, one issue that will occur with that Sidious is that it's a little bit too late to do fiat on ramps. 
uh, typically because fiat on ramps will not let you will let you withhold withdraw uh, the equivalent dollar value that you deposited uh, before like a set amount of days, which is usually seven to ten. And so, um, yeah, Aaron, if uh, if you want, just go onto our Discord or DM this uh, the Full Spend Yacht Club account, and you can message any of our staff and uh, me personally, Riley Pettit. I'd be happy to help you. Uh, I could give, send you tutorials, send you, you know, get on a call with you and help. But uh, yeah, the basic overview is that you're going to have to uh, exchange your currency on uh, crypto.com to a different coin, send that coin somewhere else, and then swap it into KDA elsewhere where you can then deposit it. Doesn't matter what, what exchange you decide as long as it can uh, withdraw into KDA. Does that answer your question, Aaron? I think so. I'm I'm on the Simple Swap site right now, so SimpleSwap.io looks pretty easy, I guess. I'm just not. Yes, that's correct. SimpleSwap.io. You do not have to create an account, but you can if you like. And uh, literally, as you uh, make a new exchange, I you know usually you've I'd confirmed that into converted that into ETH, sent that to like MetaMask or wherever you like to. And then when you create an exchange, all you're going to do, and the reason why I like this is you actually create that exchange from Ethereum to KDA, then it'll let you plug in your K address, which sends it directly to chain one on your X wallet, and it'll tell you exactly how much ETH to send them uh, into that wallet. Literally, the second that you send it, they'll immediately, uh, on your screen, it'll, you know, as you created that exchange, let you see that it's been received, it's processing. The whole process literally takes a minute or two. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, you can chat a line with somebody and they will instantly look it up. It gives you uh, everything you need on like the Block Explorer, Etherscan, everything you need to know about, you know, where the status is. You can check yourself and then, you know, there that, that window is pretty good as far as it's received. Now it's processing. Now it's converting it. Now it's sending it. Every time I've used it, that process has taken one to three minutes. It's very quick. Uh, very, uh, It's like a dollar to use the bridge for them. So it's a pretty quick process, and that's what I've used. I used to use Lago myself because I had that Crypto.com issue as well. Um, but they can take a while, and they're a bit expensive. And since I found SimpleSwap, that's just what works best. Everybody has their preferences, but that's what works best for me. Yeah, and I bet um, if you do have any issues or need help, uh, you know, and in, in any step of it, I'm sure if you message HostLogic, uh, he would be more than happy to give more direct guidance on any different steps, uh, you know, within that process. I know we've been bombarding you with a lot, so. No, good. I see. Yeah, definitely. Anybody has any questions, you're welcome to DM me, uh, DM me on Twitter. I'll be in the space as well, too, up in Discord. Any questions, I'm glad to help, guys. Perfect. Do you have any more questions, Aaron? So your your mint is going to be right on the X wallet, or will be uh, will link to the X wallet, right? Yeah. So if you have the funds on X wallet, uh, we will be compatible with X wallet, and you'll be able to just choose X wallet how many you want to mint. Mint. It'll send the uh, thing to your X wallet. You'll confirm it in your X wallet, and you'll be good to go. All right, cool. Keep in mind that uh, I think we're minting on chain zero. If you do use Simple Swap or any of the other bridges, they like to send it on chain one. So you'll have to do a cross chain transfer. But that's, uh, you know, if you messed around with it a couple of times, everybody knows how to do that. And again, if anybody needs any help with cross chain transfers using the transfer tool, whatever you need, uh, we can help get it done. Okay. Yeah, I see that in my extension, the chain zero. I guess that's where my 
pool is sending it right now, but I see the other chains under there. That's cool. All right, cool. I appreciate it. Thanks, Oslogic. I'll follow you. And, uh, and if I have any questions, appreciate it, gents. Yeah, no problem, Aaron. Just uh, follow me, DM me anytime. I keep a close eye on my phone, especially with these mints coming up. So as we're minting out, you know, we'll be on Discord, be on Twitter, anything you need, we'll uh, we'll get you done. It's not too difficult. But yeah, my uh, Kadena miners, I mean, I just got the little kitty box pros, but they uh, send it to Chain Zero. Um, but it's not too bad, though. We'll get there. We'll get it done. All right. Thanks, all. Yeah, and thanks for coming up and speaking. I saw somebody else with a request to speak, but it looks like it disappeared. So we'll go uh, to Sidious and whoever was raising their hand, if you want to re-raise your hand or request to speak again, we'll get you up here. Thanks. Um, so I've been receiving a couple of other questions. Um, and I think you've covered this in other AMAs, but I think we have a bunch of new people here tonight. So. Um, you were speaking about your having your own facility with the immersion cooling and stuff like that. Um, but what what is the plan in the meantime? Because the facility is not yet built because you're only going to build after uh, the minting process and having bought the miners and having... Uh, how is that process going to go? Are you going to use the 20% also to build the facility or remind us? Yeah, so that's actually a great question and there's a lot to unpack there. So. Um, the presale, uh, we originally we had planned uh, to utilize the space that I'm mining in currently. However, uh, recently, I mean, like as of a few days ago, we got word that the lead time on the transformer we would need to upgrade the power in my current facility uh, could be up to 12 months. And obviously, none of us want to wait 12 months uh, to start mining. And it would uh, defeat the purpose of doing the presale. And so, uh, what we're currently going to do is we're going to rent a facility that already has uh, the uh, transformers and power installed that we need to uh, get going and do our presale. And um, it 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 it's actually going to be a lot more profitable and a lot uh, cheaper to do it that way. Um, and another benefit that we're going to see is that. Uh, by by renting a new facility, we'll actually have space to immediately launch with immersion cooling versus uh, the space that I had could only, uh, you know, support air cooling. And so uh, we won't have to waste any funds on buying air cooling equipment and then eventually swapping over to immersion. And there's just a bunch of other benefits to it, like um, health of the miners. It's always healthier if you uh, immediately start doing immersion cooling versus doing air cooling and then swapping them into immersion cooling. So that's the rundown of the facility. And then the there's kind of a question about, uh, you know, what's what's the plan? Why are we doing the presale and so forth? And why are we, you know, building the full scale facility later? And the answer to that is is just that it's more profitable if we uh, rent a facility now, start mining. And then eventually uh, use some of those funds and start building the uh, full-scale data center where we will own it and not have to continue to rent. And so uh, by doing this, if we have to take, um, if we have to take, say, $500,000 to build the facility, uh, we won't ever be able to recover that cost because it's the facility 
And sure, we'll, we'll recover it by mining. But the alternative by doing it this way is that we can only spend, you know, maybe 40 to 50,000 instead of the 500,000 and then use that money to buy miners that um, we can use funds from to uh, build the full scale data center. And then after we uh, build it, we still have those miners with four years to eight years of life on them, which is a lot, you know, and so then we'll be able to uh, rent those miners out to you guys and have a net total of far more hash rate than if we just took funds directly from the project uh, minting to build that data center. So that's kind of the the whole what we're doing, why we're doing it, and so forth. So it's, a, it's kind of a way to uh, maximize the amount of hash rate we're getting while also still building the data center that we're going to own so that we can uh, maximize the profitability through that instead of having to endlessly pay for a space that, you know, we're going to have for the next 120 years. So does that answer that question? Yeah, that's, that's great. So if I uh, understand that correctly, then this will also give you the opportunity to build the, the facility right the first time to have it ready for all kinds of, uh, technologically advancements that can help with uh, ensuring the highest hash rates and stuff. Yes. And uh, another big thing about that is that uh, we will be adding an additional 30% withheld from the uh, presale miners uh, hash rate to finalize those, de those developments. And that is why the presale is $100 cheaper. So uh, you ba basically you sacrifice a uh, total of 50% of your mining power for the first uh, three to four months, I believe is what, what it is. And then after that, you get your full power. However, due to the fact that you got the NFT for $100 less in return for sacrificing those months of 50% of your power, uh, you will earn a faster ROI just because uh, for the rest of your life, for the, for the next 120, you know, and a half years, uh, you'll have the full scale power, but you paid a hundred less, which ends up being about 25% uh, higher APY. So that that is uh, the trade-off of getting the pre-sale cheaper and getting in early. Uh, you For a uh, first three to four months, we will be taking 50% of the funds to uh, you know, do, do some of those uh, major developments and uh, purchase the transformers we need. Uh, start buying land and all of these different things. So hopefully, does that answer the question a little bit more too? Yeah, that's great. Perfect. So uh, what kind of uh, amount of time are we talking about before you aim to be bu building or, or striking ground for the facility? Yeah, so we will, uh, we're going to aim as soon as possible. Uh, realistically, like I said, that three to four months uh, is about when we will uh, start, you know, doing the full, hold on one second. My cat is going crazy getting into something. Yesterday it also got out, right? Yeah. He's a, he's a crazy one. He's an indoor outdoor cat. So him getting out, isn't the worst thing, but you know, <laughs> I'd like to keep an eye on him when he's out there, but, uh, uh where were we? <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So three to four months, uh, we'll be, uh, starting to develop the full-scale data center. However, uh, immediately after this, we will be doing certain things that are required to uh, do that. So 
Uh, it's going to be around six to nine months uh, before we get the transformer for the full-scale data center. Uh, so that's one of those things where uh, we are most likely going to put a deposit in as soon as possible. So, you know, next week we're going to be looking at uh, putting the deposit for that so we can start uh, getting in line for everybody that's waiting for those transformers. And then, uh, you know, three to four months, we will start, you know, purchasing land, uh, building and preparing for that transformer to arrive. Uh, there is also the option that we'll be able to pay a fee to speed up the uh, basically to cut in line of everybody that's waiting for the transformers and then be able to get it sooner than the three to six months or six to nine months. But, and that could go down as low as three months, I believe. But yeah, so uh, we're going to start working on everything to uh, get into the full scale data center as soon as possible and pretty, pretty much right when we do the pre-sale as well. So does that answer that question? Yep. And from the pre-sale, that will be uh, about 140 miners bought, right? Okay, threes. Uh, it's looking like more close to, uh, that. that is in the, hold on one second. Actually, it's the full, full amount. I think it's going to be closer to 104. But don't quote me on that. However, the hash rate per... Um, NFT uh, should be, you know, uh, with the same amount. It's uh, relative to scale. So if we sell 100 uh, NFTs, you know, we'll buy two miners. It's still the same amount of hash rate going to each NFT. So uh, about 104, but that's pretty arbitrary. Uh, whatever amount it is, it's going to provide the hash rate that's projected in the uh, pin tweet above us. So. Does that kind of answer that question? I think that was uh, the question he had, yes. So uh, I'm going to pass the torch to Booms right now. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Um, <clears throat> I think it was discussed yesterday, but uh, what, like, I don't know, I can't remember if it was our staff chat or if it was in this uh, thing, but we figured out, like, roughly, like, say, how long, like, what's the ROI on, on the actual purchase of the NFT? Because it was pretty quick. Yeah, I think, um, and don't quote me on this, this is just off the top of my head, but I believe someone calculated that it is roughly four months ROI. However, you guys have to do keep an account that uh, for the first three to four months, we will withhold 50% uh, of the um, income or the, ha the hash rate for the miners. So uh, the pre-sale won't immediately be a four-month ROI. But at full uh, full scale, it will be a four month ROI. And if anybody has questions, this is a you know ask me anything, an open discussion. Uh, you know, questions for the project, questions for me personally, questions for the staff, questions about the current state of mining, anything at all. We're here to answer. So just you know, request to speak, and we're here for you. And of course, if you guys haven't, uh, make sure to go and retweet the pinned tweet uh we're we're giving some stuff away one of these uh pinned tweets but yeah so oh looks like we have jay carter how's it going um is that air cooled or is that um does that take an account for like immersion cooling and overclocking 
that takes into account for immersion cooling and overclocking. And we did post a section of the air cooled. So if you go to the other pin tweet and check that out, there will be a column that shows the breakdown of all the costs to air cool, uh, how much you know hash rate you will get out of that, and so forth. So uh, yeah, the the one that's in the title of this is uh, overclocked immersion mining. Okay, great. I see that. Thanks. For sure, and thanks for the question. I actually started asking a question, but I think I muted myself accidentally. <laughs> Go for uh, it, It feels really funny because this is a, also another question from someone else. He says, um, "So you're going to sell? Uh, you you share the matrix with the uh, with the data. Uh, you're going to sell, or you want to sell, or mint out nine hundred uh, nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine NFTs." Uh, so you can buy 360 miners in total. So for somebody that's new in the space and he sees 45 people in this space, is the amount of NFTs not too high? And how do you say you have to build the data center? Uh, 360 miners times uh, 3,154 watts. <laughs> uh, how do you earn to to cover the costs? Yeah, so uh, in our white paper, we broke this down as well, where um, in the case that we don't sell out, and this is, you know, there's a few things to say about this. So uh, with a mining project, you kind of have to forget about a lot of the traditional uh, rules of value in uh, NFTs, where uh, normally you would say if an NFT doesn't sell out in a week, it's a bad, it's a bad NFT, right? And the reason you say that is because your goal is to buy an NFT with hype, have something that other people are buying at the floor to increase the floor, and then you eventually sell it at a profit. Uh, for for a mining NFT, um, it's not as big of an issue if it takes us a month to sell out. If it takes us two months to sell out, so uh, for for us, we do have backup plans. Um, you know, we'll be able to scale in the facility that we're going to rent for the, the pre-sale and everything. We'll be able to scale that to, I mean, we could, we could even potentially as a project decide not to build a facility and just continue to rent and launch the entire collection in there. Uh, so there is backup plans and there is, you know, it's not going to be like if we sell only 4,000 or if we only sell 3,000, it's not going to be a major detriment to us. Um, we do have plans like renting facilities and different things like that to uh, encompass whatever may happen. And eventually what we can do if, if for some reason we're not able to sell out, uh, you know, the, the 9,999 over a year or whatever it is. And we decide, all right, we're closing minting. It's done. Uh, the project can then uh, choose if we still want to build a facility, we can either, uh, scale it down and it won't be as uh, pr profitable and efficient, but we could still do it. Or we could decide to uh, withhold some uh, a small percentage of the income from miners additionally and save up to build the data center and then buy more miners to fill it up as we go and so forth. But there there are a lot of different ways that we can go about it. And I don't think that selling out will have any true effect on uh, on the project, uh, it just won't be as quite as efficient. So, uh, 
Yeah. So in long story short, uh, if we don't sell out, it might increase the cost to host on our own each miner, but it won't be uh, that dramatic of an effect. And we will still be able to accomplish the same goals that we've set out. It may just take a little bit of time and we'll have to collectively decide what we want to do. And that's also why we have the uh, DAO and why we have voting and why we're building infrastructure for that. So does that answer the question? Just waiting for confirmation, but I think uh, that covered it. And I, I think a lot of people also want to know, that was actually one of the questions that I've written down uh, before um, that might also be personal because uh, you you guys have talked about buying NFTs yourself or minting them also for yourself. Um, what What is actually your skin in the game? Because we all know you have shown a big heart and you want to give as much as you can. Uh, but for you personally or for the team, what, what drives you to make this project a success with the greatest possible resolve? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, the main one is, is that we're genuinely creating an opportunity that is more efficient than, um, you know, you can do on your own. Unless somebody has around uh, 1.5 to $3 million uh, to, you know, build a data center, do everything that we're doing, we're genuinely creating a a better opportunity than anybody can do on their own. And even in my personal facility, um, uh, I can, you know, upgrade my electricity, do all the things to do that, but it won't be quite as efficient as uh, building the full-scale facility and getting the bigger transformers, bulk ordering miners, and all of this stuff. So um, I'm not, it's not only creating an opportunity for everybody else, but I too will be buying my own NFTs uh, so that I can partake in what we're creating. Um, beyond that, there is 10% being withheld for uh, developments. And um, I think I think out of all of those, it'll come down to about uh, 2 to 5% that um, will be kept as kind of like a, a profits or a reimbursement for my time, just because I have been doing this for the past year. And so, um, yeah, but once again, not much, um, you know, so that, I mean, I don't even know if that's really a motivation as more of just uh, compensation for doing this full time and so forth. But uh, when you look at other NFT projects that are taking 15, 20% directly for the founder, uh, not even including, um, you know, developments and stuff, we feel like we're you know, doing something that is truly, uh, truly almost charitable. And, you know, uh, if, if I, if I wouldn't personally, uh, benefit from what we're creating, being that I should be willing to buy my own NFTs because they're that beneficial, uh, I don't think any project should exist. Uh, it's, it's kind of like a decentralized, it, it kind of goes along with decentralization where, um, if we can all come together and build this, why should anybody truly get a extreme benefit out of it other than being able to participate in it? Right. And so for me, it's a combination of, uh, just what I'm passionate about and wanting to leave a legacy as kind of sad and egoic that may be. I just want to, uh, you know, know that I led my life and made a bunch of people's lives change. And past that, I also want to uh, you know, I want to be a part of a bigger mining facility and 
Uh, if I had $3 million, I would do it on my own, but it's not the case and we can all benefit from it. So, you know, it just works out like that. But uh, that's kind of a little bit of the motivation and whatnot. And, you know, that even stems back to uh, before I founded this project. Uh, when I was on TikTok, uh, giving away my profits from crypto mining and from um, the money that I made trading crypto, it was the same concept of uh, if I can give this money away and help other people and, you know, also benefit myself in the same way and get more money to give away from, you know, ad revenue and stuff, why not do that? And so this just kind of goes in line with everything I've, you know, lived for in my my passions. I think financial freedom is one of the greatest things on earth. I think that the current uh, financial systems are stacked against us. And that's the whole point of decentralization and decentralized currencies. And so I, I don't know, it's just, it's kind of just an accumulation of everything and so forth. But hopefully that answers that question. Fully. And, and also answer the question partly that I had left, the, the, the one that I had left. If you could explain to us how you got from mining to be a to being a blonde dreaded TikTok male Oprah to the full spend yard club. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that's so funny. I love that. I love that. I I'm gonna change my personal uh Twitter account name to that. The <laughs> uh yeah, so this uh grab the popcorn. I'll try to keep this short, but this is a long story. So um I had been trading crypto uh Long story short, Dogecoin and AMC were happening. They popped off. Uh, you've, crypto pill swallowed. There's no going back. I got a taste of crypto, right? And so uh, during that time, I had actually been struggling with uh, spinal pain and a bunch of other crap, uh, health issues <laughs> for a, a very long time. And uh, at, around that same time, I had gotten diagnosed with. Um, a bilateral pars fracture in my spine and uh it it really scared the living crap out of me realizing that you know if some if one thing goes wrong during the surgery i may never walk again there's a potential chance that you could die all this crazy stuff and um that's really what started to bridge me from uh the crypto space into tiktok uh i i'd always you know looked up to mr beast of all people just because he, you know, he would give away houses, he would give away uh, cars to people, he would give away hundreds of thousands of dollars to people in one video. And he did that all through uh, ad revenue that he made on, you know, platforms that pay ad revenue. And so this really inspired me. And I remember just waking up one day, thinking, you know, the same old dread, like, oh, my God, one day closer to the surgery, you know, time's ticking. And I just thought, you know what, why don't I do what I always want to do? And I mean, at the time too, when I had been watching Mr. Beast, I had started to almost get envious. And I was like, why, why am I feeling this towards somebody who's, you know, doing such amazing things? And it all came down to the fact that I also wanted to impact people's lives like that. And I wasn't doing that. And so with the impending surgery, I decided, who cares <laughs> if, if I, you know, all the fears in my head were saying, oh, if you go give away a bunch of money, you're going to just fail. And then you're, you know, you're, you're out of money. And 
blah, 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 blah. You got lucky with your Dogecoin. Why are you just going to go give it away? And I decided, well, you know, if I don't give it away and something goes wrong in this surgery, I'm going to die and never have truly attempted to live the life that I wanted to live and do what I wanted to do. And so I just started the TikTok, opened it uh, under my name, and I decided to do TikTok just because I'd heard that it was easier to go viral on it, but they also still paid you uh, ad revenue. And so made a TikTok under my birth name, Riley Pettit. <laughs> and I just uh, made a post saying, and it's priced still up, you can go see it. I just made a post saying, showing basically the trade that I had made on selling my Dogecoin. And I was like, all right, guys, we got some cash. Should I uh, continue the, the memes? Just because like Dogecoin was a meme at the time. Uh, should I continue the memes and start giving some of this Dogecoin away? And uh, I had gotten the idea that it would be fun to write everybody that followed me, their name, their username on my wall, just in Sharpie. And <laughs> so I, uh, you know, started doing that. I said, everybody that follows me, I'll write your name on my wall. We'll throw darts at it. We'll give away some money. And it was about like a week or two uh, into it where I had started getting towards the bottom of. Uh, you know, I wasn't quite making what I was giving away back, but I was still making some back. And I had ended up uh, changing a few things about how I styled my videos. And it ended up going viral, I ended up getting like 1.8 million views on it, which was insane to me. Like, uh, <laughs> as a kid, I had made YouTube videos just for fun, kind of uh, just always liked it. And, you know, it was always like, if you got a million views, that was the thing that was like the million, right? And so I uh, got got paid uh, quite quite well from that and was able to, you know, start not only uh, furthering the videos that I was doing and giving away more money, but I also wanted to buy back the Dogecoin that I got because I was ignorant and was like, oh, it'll just keep going up. It'll just keep going up. And in the um, in the uh, events of searching to buy more Dogecoin, I had realized that you could crypto mine Dogecoin. And... <laughs> You know why? If you if you're going to uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna buy Dogecoin, you might as well buy a miner and get Dogecoin for the rest of your life. And that was the bridge of how I got into mining. I thought, well, if I can just mine endless amounts of Dogecoin, uh, it would be pretty cool to, you know, even further my goals within TikTok even further and further, and have additional you know funds coming in. I could start to take more risks. I could. You know, if a video doesn't pay off like I expected it to, it wasn't, you know, as drastic to the, you know, the overall goals. And, you know, so I just kept uh, doing that, kept getting successful, uh, kept buying more miners, got to the point where uh, the little uh, hydroponic tent in my room wasn't uh, cutting it with the air cooling and uh, ended up needing to upgrade my electricity. All these things, which I found out very costly. Uh, the right and wrong ways to do. <laughs> and after, you know, multiple iterations and buying more miners, I ended up stumbling upon KD5s, just trying to diversify my mining portfolio. And after that, I had uh, kept buying KD5s, life goes on. And um, at the time I had heard, I'd been following uh, Board Ape Yacht Club. And this is where the Yacht Club comes from in our uh, project name. Uh, they had, I, they had basically made their NFT an access key to a penthouse they had bought or rented or something. 
And that was the first realization that um, I could utilize blockchain technology for my TikTok project. And so, uh, you know, I, I had ended up making some NFTs on Ethereum, which I was going to call uh, golden tickets, kind of like uh, Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. And instead of having people follow me, uh, I would distribute these, um, these tickets out and then choose them. And the reason I was thinking about this is just because uh, there was a lot of bots on TikTok. People were saying like, that, that account, that, that one looks fake. How do you know it's a real person? And I was like, I really don't, you know? And so uh, I thought, well, if I could use blockchain to verify who wins and, you know, not allow, you know, multiple uh, fake accounts or anything to enter, it would be awesome. Got destroyed by gas fees trying to set those all up and eventually gave up because, you know, gas fees expensive, was it especially back then? And um, so I kind of gave up on the NFT thing, just kept mining crypto and um, kept learning more about Kadena because I had, you know, Kadena coming into my wallet and uh, just kept buying more Kadena miners. And eventually I had realized, hey, the smart contracts on Kadena don't have as much gas fee. And that was my main issue with the, you know, whole Ethereum NFT stuff. And so, um, Lo and behold, Full Spend Yacht Club was born. Uh, it was originally planned to kind of be a uh, thing that was more promoting my, my, you know, my personal uh, TikTok and all of that stuff. But as it grew, I kind of realized that, you know, what we're doing has, has way more importance than having my face on it and being the Riley Pettit Mining Club or whatever it was, you know, trying to boost my TikTok following or whatever it was. And I realized that, you know, what we're doing with mining and uh, bringing that to the masses and not only having it be a, a giveaway thing, but something that you can get uh, substantial and, you know, reoccurring rewards from and basically be a part of the mining instead of uh, just entering into giveaways and stuff, I saw was drastically more valuable. And so that's kind of the story of how. Uh, I got from crypto to into TikTok, into mining, and then eventually to Full Spend Yacht Club and um, how it's evolved. And uh, it's been really cool because from the beginning of our project, we have always, always just, you know, had the idea of crypto mining is very profitable. How we go about doing it, we don't really care. And, uh, you know, currently uh, the main way that people are going to get rewards from us are going to be through, you know, host uh, renting a miner from us via your NFT, staking your NFT, and then getting rewards. But something that we don't also talk about, and this is kind of one of those homages to where this project started at and where it came from, uh, there will be an option where uh, you guys can stake and basically uh, pool up the hash rate that you have, and then we will hold a giveaway for those people that are, you know, in that pool. And uh, we'll pick somebody random. It'll help, uh, you know, you could win a lump sum of uh, life-changing sum of Kadena. And then also um, uh, we'll be able to basically do exactly what I did on my TikToks, port uh, post that to TikTok, to YouTube, other platforms, and gain ad revenue from it, but also gain exposure for the whole project. And 
you know, that's just kind of like one of the side fun things that we're going to have. But that's the whole entire uh, rundown of how I went from Dogecoin buying to uh, giving money away on TikTok to eventually utilizing NFTs to help, uh, you know, spread that financial uh, stability and financial freedom. So hopefully that answered the question. Hopefully that wasn't too long. Hopefully you guys aren't asleep. Hopefully you didn't run out of popcorn. And yeah. I was one of, almost wanted to make a, a joke like, no, it was, it was a great story. <laughs> no. Um, hey, you're the you're the one who opened that can of worms. You you're, you you have only yourself to blame. There were those were some juicy worms. We're gonna catch a lot of money fish with that. Most definitely, there's there's a lot of Kadena fish out there to be uh, snagged. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but uh, as always, I hope that answered the question because I don't know if I'm gonna go back over that. <laughs> <laughs> this gets recorded right so uh, next time just uh, divert them back to this space and then uh... <laughs> yeah most certainly most certainly it's one of those ones where every time somebody asks it i'm like oh we're doing this again but you know it's <laughs> some people it's important to them and you know it's it's the the story of it's the origin story of this and you know it's in some ways it is important so for for me personally, it's it it's the story, but also the the way you answer questions. I said it before. If if you ask questions at other projects, or if you have difficult questions that really might be able to grind your gears, or you have to maybe divulge information that you've only just been starting to really think about yourself, but you don't hesitate, you just answer. And the more difficult the question gets, the more elaborate you try to answer it. Uh, and that for me, also with the background uh, and the story, and uh, of course the, the, the NFT art itself and the way the white paper is written and how you stick to it and first chance that you get to communicate the what ha what is happening with the project and you do it that all, all for me builds up to a trustworthy project as far as trust trustworthiness is possible in the crypto space. And that that will make the difference between just starting an NFT project that uh, also has utility, but gives you some mining power. But for the rest of it, you feel like a nuisance to them. And that's the difference. If you build a community like this, and I don't think we have to worry about uh, selling out or uh, whatever, because the DAO will be strong anyway. Yeah, I agree 100%. And, you know, that's our goal. We've we've strived to be as transparent as possible. Uh, you know, we are a community empowered by crypto mining. We're not just a cash in, cash out. Uh, we are a community. We're going to have a DAO. And, you know, everything you said is is 100% accurate. And uh, you know, that's that's what we're trying to do. And I think that we're succeeding. I think that, um, you know, we're with our transparency and everything that we are portraying and purveying um, who we all are accurately and what this project is. And I personally like this is kind of another going back to why why I'm doing this once in it for me. I genuinely like I, I feel like a lot of NFTs 
and don't take this the wrong way, but I feel like a lot of NFTs are kind of just like pyramid schemes that don't have anything truly valuable attached to them and doesn't provide any, even if they do have a way to make money, a lot of it just isn't providing real world value. Like mining, it provides that real world value where uh, we're supporting every everything that happens on the Kadena blockchain. We're supporting an entire ecosystem of, of financial transactions and digital applications or decentralized applications, um, you know, other NFT projects, just a bunch of different stuff. And, uh, you know, when I was kind of, when as this became what it is, uh, it, it got more and more exciting to think that, you know, if we do this right, and I, I don't be greedy and I don't take 15% of the mint funds for my own personal gain, that we may be able to truly create something that is, almost like is as good as it can get. And that is sets a precedent for, you know, other NFT projects and may one day become like a Bored Ape Yacht Club where, you know, we're everywhere you say Bored Ape and just people, people know, you know, I want, when we say full spend, I want it to be like that. And the only way we're going to do that is by, you know, uh, being transparent, keeping up with our promises, doing everything in our, our power to provide as much profitability as possible. And, you know, in the end of the day, we are going to out, we're going to outlast and out survive, you know, even the board Ape Yacht Clubs that are, you know, going, selling for, we're selling for like half a million dollars and all this crazy stuff, just because we're structured like a for-profit business, you know, we're never going to run out of funds. We're always going to be buying more miners. Uh, You're always going to be able to rent those miners out. And, you know, so it's, uh, it's, it's exciting to think that we may make waves in the space that are a lot bigger than, uh, you know, just us making good money doing what we're doing. It It's cool to think that, you know, people may reference like, oh, this is what Full Spend did. Uh, and this is the u- real utility they provided. We can't just do A or B and call it good like all other NFT projects. We have to figure out how our project is, you know, providing real value to an ecosystem or providing value to a world or, you know, doing something and, you know, and it's really cool. I think that I'm just passionate about it, I guess, but it's exciting. You want to start loading up the Twitter picker, Riley? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Let's let's do this giveaway. And if anybody wants to come up and chat, come up and ask questions, the floor is yours. We will get this giveaway going. 25 whole entire whitelist spots with one free mint to one lucky winner. Uh, something that I just realized, uh, I don't think there's the, uh, the ability to pick 25 winners, is there? No, I believe the limit is 10. That could be an issue. Um, well, you could, uh, how many people's in the, you could do like a randomizer. You could pick the pick by number. Like, uh, I would be like, say, listener number 10. So if, if you randomize number 10 comes up, then you would, you'd have to count down. But it, it, it I've seen that done on spaces before. I like that idea. Yeah. I was going to say that, or uh, we could do first come first serve and just let everybody that's in this space uh, DM Full Spend Yacht Club and we'll issue you guys uh, whitelist spots based on the first 25 to message us. And then we could roll. Uh, one, one person to win the free mint. 
however you'd like to do it. I've seen uh, I've seen some spaces do the number thing, and it does work also. So, like I said, it's entirely up to you. Oh, we also had DeFi Elvis come up. I just realized that we probably skipped over him. If you had any questions or comments or concerns, and of course, Eglevin just came up too. And another hey. thing, uh, if you guys have any suggestions oh. on how we do the uh, giveaway, just let us know. But what's up, DeFi? Not much. Just uh, driving right now. Figured I'd just chime in and say hi. Uh, I'm sure you did a good job covering everything. So, um, but yeah, if anybody else has questions, just uh, feel free to reach out to us on uh, Discord. We've been rapidly answering questions throughout the night and uh, early this morning. So just keep them coming, and we'll we'll keep answering them. Yeah, and if there's anything else that you want to reiterate or add, DeFi, feel more than welcome to. I think that. Uh, Saying things multiple times now is better than uh, saying them once, especially if they're important. So if there's anything that comes to your mind, feel free to share. I don't think any of us will you know, have an issue with ensuring that the we have all the information and that it's screened into our heads so that we you know, can accurately make all of our decisions that we're going to make. So talk about the, the pre-sale, the, the time window and uh, the time that it will be held and stuff like that. Because there was talk about three hours for the whitelisters first in the pre-sale. And there were some people that had concerns about that. Yeah, that's a good question. So um, actually, we chose three hours just because uh, we want to ensure that we have time to uh, do everything we need to do with the funds, get it transferred to uh, USDT, and make the deposits that we need to make before, um, you know, before the public phase of um, Bitmain selling the KA3s uh, happens. So, uh, you know, that we can just get every, ensure that we get what we need and so forth. And uh, so the three hours is actually an attempt to um, kind of speed up the, uh, the process of selling out. Uh, we're pretty confident we're going to sell out. And so, um, Due to the fact that whitelist doesn't have any financial benefits, it's just early access. Uh, for us and the goal of ensuring we get all the miners, having a three-hour uh, whitelist round, is we feel like was adequate enough that uh, it should allow most people to utilize the whitelist, ensure they get as many as they want. But we also didn't want it to be you know, six or 12 hours where uh, that would push us far too close to... Um, you know, being where we want to get our uh, deposits in and orders in and everything. Uh, so we are, it's kind of a, it's more of a logistics thing and wanting to ensure that uh, we give everybody the chance to buy before we, um, you know, before the time comes where we need to place a deposit and uh, finalize the, you know, amount that we're going to order and everything like that. So, um, yeah, I, th I feel like that is the best I can explain it, but does that answer the question? And a, th a three hours starting from what time, UTC? Uh, yes, we, we're still waiting to announce that. Uh, we are currently just finalizing all of the uh, things we need. Um, yeah, uh, you, this is you, as you guys are twisting my arm behind my back with this one. I yeah, want yeah, yeah. Don't say nothing. <laughs> I want to release some alpha, but I don't uh, think i'll be able to um one thing that's for sure 
is no matter what, we will have a tw- another Twitter space before um, the ne- before when we open the presale. And so, um, yeah, so uh, we will let you guys know the time. We'll give you as big of a heads up as possible. I know that that is not optimal, and I know that that is stressful, and that you guys don't want to be uh, <laughs> sitting at your computer watching the screen, waiting for us to tell you when it is for the next, you know, forty-eight hours. But um, we're yeah, we're just not quite prepared to say an official time, but uh, we will announce that as soon as possible. So make sure you guys turn on uh, notifications in our Discord, on our Twitter, and. Uh, you know, keep keep your eyes peeled, as as I always say. I can almost guarantee that you'll know about ten minutes after we've nailed down what we need to nail down. So you know, you guys are getting quick information. We've always been good at that. So, um, you know, we're gonna keep that up too. So, yeah, and exactly what Boom said. You know, the second that we know and that we're confident in the time that it'll be, uh, that that will be, you know, what it is. So. Um, all right, great. Sorry, I'm just uh, barking right now. No worries, no worries. <laughs> yeah, hey, Riley. What's up? How's it going? Yeah, man, I was kind of like thinking that too. It's like, I know it's going to be released like with short notice, but you know, dude, remember, I drive a truck, man. I can't just pull over on the side of the road, you know. It takes me sometimes 30 minutes to be able to get somewhere to pull over and to mend. I'll need my laptop. So it's not like, even though I've already moved the funds over to my ex wallets on chain zero, everything's done. Uh, um, simple swap was just beautiful. I was doing that while you were on the space. That's why I was quiet for the last 20 minutes just to, moving everything over and getting it done but uh yeah i like the idea about you doing a twitter space though that way it kind of gives us a little bit of heads up and maybe a few minutes for everybody to kind of like if they're at the store or wherever they're doing they can get home and uh get ready to go but are you thinking it's going to be more in the morning ish do you think tomorrow or more towards the afternoon to evening i would if i had to bet money on it it's going to be more in the afternoon and evening so yeah. uh yeah um if it is, if, if we are ready in the morning and we were just able to launch in the morning, uh, we would certainly uh, do a space uh, as soon as possible. And um, I think that, I mean, I, I, I couldn't see us doing it in the morning, you know, releasing the actual, opening up the actual mint. Um, you know, that would still give us around a 24-hour period to do all the things we need to do and have some extra time. So I think that. Um, I think that look for uh, afternoon, probably late afternoon with a chance of early afternoon, but we will certainly let you guys know. And um, yeah, just be ready to mint as fast as you can because uh, the, the presale is going to go fast, just like the gingerbread man. So <laughs> and that's mountain, that's mountain time too, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll keep you guys posted. Um, I think we'll also be posting live updates, especially in the discord where we're going to say, Oh, the, you know, uh, it's looking like the developments will be done in three hours. And then of course, um, once that three hours hits, we'll be able to say the, uh, the time of when we'll launch it and so forth. But, uh, definitely keep, turn on the Twitter notifications for our account, uh, 
go into our Discord. Make sure your notifications are on in the Discord. And uh, we'll, we'll keep you guys as posted with every bit of information we can. Uh, sadly, it's like, like, like you said, host logic, uh, it's not, not optimal. And, you know, we wish we could make it more optimal for everybody and, you know, ensure that everybody has the chance to do what they need to do. But um, we got to stay, stay on our goal of, you know, getting hashing power into your guys' pockets as soon as possible. And uh, this all kind of took us by surprise that they were going to open up to public so soon. And, you know, with it going into public, that means that we have to uh, deposit or fully pay for the orders that we want to place. And that just means that we are a race against uh, the rest of the public that is buying them. So, um, yeah, we, we do apologize that it is this chaotic, but, um, you know, we couldn't predict the future. We were estimating, you know, that we would be right in line with everything, but they, they uh, decided to go a little bit faster. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, ho hopefully that answers the question kind of. In if, if crypto people are anything, they're adaptive, so they'll be able to adjust and we'll give them as much time as we can. So that's the best answer I think we can give. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's like we said, we'll be uh, we'll be doing as much as we can to keep you guys in the loop um, as soon as we know. So does anybody have any uh, suggestions for. Um, how we do the whitelist giveaway. I, I kind of like the idea of uh, letting you guys first come, first serve, uh, first first 25 that are in the space to DM us, you know, get, get the whitelist. And then we'll just do a Twitter picker for one of the free mints. Um, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I think, I think we'll do it that way. Keep it, keep it simple. Uh, keep it short, not have to, you know, draw 25 people, count 25 times. Uh, <laughs> so go ahead and screenshot the screen right now. And um, starting now, the first 25 people to direct message us uh, that they want to claim a whitelist, you guys will get it. And if you already have a whitelist, uh, you're still qualified, screenshot, DM us, and we, you can give your whitelist to somebody else as we do with uh, du duplicate whitelists. So go, go, go. I already see, I already see the, uh, the, the DMs coming in. So they're going to go quick, guys. Make sure, you, make sure you do it. Only the first 25. Well, why did you say one of the free mints? Um, for some reason, I was thinking of the giveaway we're doing um, uh, in the I post we previously posted. No problem, Scott. Congrats. Enjoy. Thanks. But yeah, just just one uh, one free mint today, and uh, we'll probably uh, in the Twitter space tomorrow. We will probably pick the winners of the. Uh, I think we said three mints on that one, and hundred dollars in KDA and all that stuff. So definitely go and check out the. Uh, go check out the. Um, you know, go check that out. And what can we say? Dude, this is really cool, man. It's going to be groundbreaking what we're doing. Sorry, my Twitter got rugged when I was trying to DM you <laughs> quickly, too. But, yeah, it is going to be an awesome, awesome space today, brother, and I can't wait till tomorrow. Most certainly, most certainly. Let me just finish this Twitter picker set up.
There it is. Thing was hiding from me. I was scrolling, felt like I was scrolling forever. I'm like, I must have passed it. Let me make sure this is the right tweet. Final calls for getting into it. If you haven't retweeted the pin tweet above, uh, we're we're going to be doing the free mint pick. So make sure to retweet that. Let's make sure. Yep, we're excited. Official tear hash. Da da da. Twenty five whitelist. One free mint. Perfect. Let me type in the requirement to follow us. Winner count one because we did the uh, DM us to claim the whitelists. And go continue. We have seventy two total entries. Good luck. I'll put us with a drum roll because I have the uh, wonderful soundboard. I love that and soundboard. The winner is, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, the winner is asymmetrical at Siri Kasala. Kasala. I'm not even going to reattempt. Let's see if they are here. You do have to be here to. Yep, they're here. That was quick and easy. So I'm going to post a reply with the winners. Hold on. Perfect. And uh, make sure you guys, you know, screenshot the space, send us a uh, DM saying that you want the whitelist and we will be doing the first 25 to DM us that. So 50% of you can win. I don't think we've reached 25 yet. So there's still still a chance. Uh, So yeah. And of course, we will continue on with open discussion. See if anybody has any final questions. Uh, Congratulations to the winner of the free mint and congratulations to everybody that is uh, sending in their claiming of a whitelist. So you said um, in the next 48 hours, so are you aiming for the 30th or, or the first? Uh, we are aiming for the 30th. All right. <laughs> I have your, uh, your tweets on, uh, I clicked the notification bell, so to speak. So, Shouldn't be a problem. Perfect, perfect. And we'll keep you guys posted a, as soon as possible, you know. Well, the fiat boss will just have to wait if it comes up. <laughs> Understandable. Got to do what you got to do. Unscheduled break time. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Sidious is going to be uh, saving his break time the entire day, waiting for our our, our tweet. I'd say this might might be a good sick day for you tomorrow. <laughs> Just call, no, call in sick if you can. Here in the Netherlands, we still uh, get to uh, they call it hybrid working, so from home. <laughs> so I already did my days at the at the jail. I mean the office this week, so I can just. Uh, follow everything from home and then uh, do whatever I need to do when I need to do it. So that's kind of already some kind of freedom, right? I can't complain. Well, that's a Most pretty good deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, can you check my DMs, please? Because I'm pretty sure I'm in the first 25. Uh, Egg Levin needs to get his... Uh... His his uh, whitelist his twelfth white whitelist spot that he gave away in yesterday's space. Uh, if you guys aren't one of the first twenty fives, go hit up Eglevin. He's got like twelve of them to give away. Yeah, I mean, after you made that announcement yesterday, I had like uh, two or three people uh, just randomly hit me up. So we'll see what happens after today. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. For the record, I did not give out any because I, I don't have that authority. Just just putting it out there. All you got to do is get their uh, K address or their Discord name and send it to us. We'll we'll do it. So uh, if you if you want to distribute them, just you know get their Discord names and we'll we'll do it. You're you're even a mod, so you could just probably <laughs> give them the 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 role in Discord for them. Yeah, I believe so. Okay, I do have that authority, but still, don't yes. bombard me. <laughs> I bestow upon you the authority, Eglevin. <laughs> No, yeah, but um, so most of the people in here should be getting lucky and, you know, snagging one of those 25s. So a couple of days ago, you already you also said something about um, showing some more of the artwork. Is that still in the in the pipelines? Yes, yes, it is. I we've just been so busy with all of the updates and such that I haven't even uh, thought about it. We did share a preview of the dashboard, the mining dashboard. Um, but yes, we do need to get more sneak peeks out to you guys. We we need more we need more profile pictures, especially before the pre-sale, right? Yeah, let's start seeing some of them PFPs being uh, some otters, guys. <laughs> I've I've been already uh, full spending an otter. You got it covered. Time. Yep. <laughs> but I would like to see some more because I think who else has this one? Wasn't it eggs or uh, Scotty? Crypto Scotty does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, our lucky guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we will have to make it able for him to mint because he's the luckiest guy of all. So if he is part of the pre-sale, then uh, yeah, everything will he, he wasn't in here today. Otherwise, he would have won. He would have won yeah. the free mint for sure. Yeah, he would have got the free mint for sure if he wasn't here. We we didn't tell him. We blocked him from the email, from the uh, <laughs> tweet. I also right. just want to clarify really quick. Um, the pre-sale will not have any of the official art distributed just because um, we, we want the our, our collection to be on the Marmalade standard and it's uh, not quite where we want it to be to do that. And so if we were to mint with any of our art, uh, that would mean that we're not on the Marmalade standard. We'd have all the issues with Providence hash and just all of that stuff. So this is a, a pre-sale, meaning that... Um, you're buying a future mint in, uh, so yeah, just so that everybody is aware that you will not be getting art with this. Um, there will be like a placeholder art. Uh, when you check your like inventory to see how much uh, pre-sales you have, but we aren't going to be distributing art quite yet. But it is an IOU on the blockchain, right? Yes, and it is on the blockchain and all of that. Yep, 100%. And you will still earn a hash rate with the NFT, even though it's not um, uh, attached to the art yet. Cool. Do we have any more questions, comments, or concerns? No concerns here. I just sold some other uh, NFTs today to uh, be ready for <laughs> for the pre-sale. They, they also mined Kadena, but uh, <clears throat> I'll stop there. I shouldn't laugh, but also, I mean, numbers no. don't lie. The math doesn't lie. <laughs> now, I hope that every every project on Kadena succeeds, mining project or not, and I think that we all can. No need for, you know, any toxicity. Same here, but they have a lot of space left before they mint out. So before that, I'll be uh, already 
ROI on uh, on your NFTs, and uh, there will be no problem. There's just the ones that you do for fun, and there's the ones that you do for the future. Very true. Very true. Did I? Excuse me. Did I hear you just say that these that these uh, pre-sale um, NFTs are going to have yield on them, or no? Yes, they will have yield. Uh, it will be reduced by fifty percent as we use some of the funds uh, for developments. But yes, they will have yield. Gotcha. But there's no opportunity for the sweepstakes quite yet. Is that is that right? Yes, no opportunity for the sweepstakes just because um, you know we want to develop all of the more important things first, like the DAO, uh, the finishing the dashboard, uh, building the full scale data center, and everything. So. Just got to keep our priorities right. Right. I did see somebody re- uh, requested to speak, but it disappeared. If you still would like to request to speak, feel free to re-request. I want to do a little shout out to uh, Kadinian. He did a little giveaway for Full Spend. I appreciate that very much and his project, The Wolfies. So thank you for uh, doing that real quick for me. I got I got the giveaway for him and he got it out real quick. So much appreciated. Yeah, and shout out to all the uh, just all of the projects that have uh, we kind of impromptly messaged a bunch of the projects that we've had spaces with, been involved with, and everything like that. And uh, we just said, hey, if you guys want to give away some uh, <laughs> whitelists, uh, you know, we're doing the presale a little sooner than possible just to take advantage of the uh, KA3s, and they've all been super amazing. So if you guys see a project that is giving away. Uh, any whitelist spots with today or tomorrow, uh, make sure to, you know, not only support the, their project, but uh, thank the founders of their projects for, you know, supporting us as well. And uh, of course, we always tell them that we'll get get them back if when they're doing their mints and whatnot. So, you know, shout outs to all of them. How it should work when we all can win. I mean. Amen. There's no reason not to, right? It's what community is about. Not it's not competition. That's the thing. There's plenty of plenty of it to go around, I believe, in this market. So Yeah, especially especially with crypto mining, it's a plentiful uh thing. So this this Kadena dip is probably the best thing that could happen for us as far as buying Kadena and getting in on it, right? Because I mean we do anticipate Kadena going up. We anticipate most crypto going up. Right? So that's I don't know, that's this is pretty, it's pretty impressive what, what we're going to be able to do. It's kind of, it's tough to wrap your head around. <laughs> like it doesn't seem real, <laughs> I guess. Maybe, maybe I'm still damaged from Terra crash. <laughs> yeah, same. Uh, still got the, the crash shock from Terra. That was intense. That was very, very, very intense. I mean, me and others lost a large majority of their portfolios during that pretty crazy. So how do you feel Kadena is different then? Because I know why I think it, but. Uh, why it's different than Terra? I know that's a, that's an easy one, but. Yeah. For me, it's uh it's proof of work. You can't really, uh, there's not, a, there's, not a possibility for anything like what happened with Terra to happen, um, you know, with a proof of work chain. And that's uh, part of why we all love proof of work 
And of course, that's why there was the issue with, well, you can't scale proof of work, although it's secure and uh, decentralized, uh, you can't scale it. And of course, now that Kadena can scale, it kind of, uh, there's, it, it adds so much more value to proof of work uh, security and scale. Um, you know, every it just it just makes it so much more better. And I mean, that's why I think that something like that couldn't happen to Kadena, just because uh, there's no centralized mechanism to produce more Kadena. The uh, the emission rate of Kadena is locked. It once Kadena started, it couldn't be changed, and so there's not like anything malicious that could be done to all of a sudden now there's a ton of Kadena being made which is kind of what happened with uh luna where uh basically people manipulated um the 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 fundamental function of luna to get it to uh crash and then they shorted it and so forth at least that's my very brief <laughs> knowledge and explanation of what happened but i think that as a proof of work coin you have I mean, it's why Bitcoin hasn't had any anything crazy and catastrophic. It's proof of work. Also, there's this uh, this one website that's really cool that shows how much money could have been saved if 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 they had built on Kadena or with Backpack. I think that it's about. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I even want to look at that. It's just just old sad memories of. My Luna bag. <laughs> I don't know. On, we're on to bigger, better things. We have Kadena to save us all. That's that's what's important. Well, are there any more questions? Does anybody want to come up and speak? Um, open discussion. I know most of this space has been questions, but uh, if anybody does want to come up and chat, we're here for it. Same for questions. We're here for it. Just let us know. When was the next poker game, Booms? Well, we've been a, we've been a little busy planning here, so uh, I'm I'm kind of <laughs> been a little preoccupied. But we were we are uh, we are kind of loosely figuring on something in October. We'll hit it a little bit more later, but it'll be towards the end of the month. So, um, yeah, we've already got I think five or six projects that have reached out to us, and we've reached out to them and want to be involved. So, uh, yeah, it should be good. But keep your eyes open for that. We plan on doing it again. So that's a long wait, though. End of October. Yeah, it is, but uh, it takes some time to get all that organized. (laughs) I get it. Could you use some help, or is there anyone in here that? Uh, Me and Egg are doing it right now. Um, I don't know. We can talk about it. You can DM me, and we can talk about it. All right. We had K Block come up. I just saw that you got accepted as a speaker. What's up? How's it going? It's going well, man. I know you mentioned earlier uh, how many, can you tell you it again though, how many NFTs equal a KA3 miner? Oh, that's a good question. Let me, let me do the math really quick. Whoever was just asking about poker, I'm, I'm sure we're going to have some more um, full spend games very soon uh it's just the the uh big and eggs collab is going to take a little bit of planning to get that on its feet again we're going to be playing a lot of poker in the full spend server so just keep your eyes open for that 
Yeah, I assumed he was talking about Big and Egg. I apologize if you were talking about in the full spend uh, Discord because yeah, we just we do still have that uh, weekly, so we're still doing two a week, right, Egg? Yeah, we are. I just I had to go. I had to go sing for children this morning, so uh, I, I. Yeah, that's understandable, man. Yeah, yeah it, it, is, it is normally a regular uh, game. Yep. How does that work on the Discord server? Well, we we've been we've been playing for a little bit of KDA and a whitelist, uh, playing t- twice a week, and I usually, and I announce it uh, I announce it in in the uh, uh, my, the minor announcements channel. Also, to circle back and answer K Block's question, uh, it is uh, the equivalent of one uh, KA three is actually going to be just shy of um, twenty uh, of our NFTs, so. It's safe to say 20. It's like 19.9, but 20 is equivalent to 1KA3. That's pretty badass considering you don't have to worry about electricity or setting it up or anything like that. It's pretty cool. It's worry-free passive income. I mean, for you, it's worry-free passive income. It's great. It's it's an amazing thing. Yeah, I mean, even me, I'm I'm buying as many of of them as possible instead of even buying the K3s directly. Uh, I'm thinking that, you know, once this is all going, um, instead of mining on my own, I'm just going to be uh, mining directly through uh, full spend. So just makes it simple. Instead of having to work on this project and then have my own mining, might as well just, you know, be a part of the project, dedicate everything to the project and just keep running with it. So 20 NFTs is, is basically the same as the 166 Terra Ash? Accurate, 100%. Uh, that, and that's just based on uh, 8.34 Terra Hash per NFT. Uh, you divide 166 by 8.34, and it'll tell you how many um, NFTs. Wait, I said that right, right? I think so, yeah. Uh, but that'll tell you how much NFTs you'd have to buy to get to the 166 Terra Hash. But that's the the gross number, right? Yes. But the cost for running a K3 miner yourself is way higher, of course. Yeah, and um, if you, it, it, yeah, no, and that's just uh, for personal preference. So if you um, want to calculate, um, no matter what, you're gonna have to pay for electricity on your own. Uh, if you want to eventually replace the miner, you're gonna have to withhold some certain amount. Uh, similar to what we're doing. So um, I could rerun the math for, um, you know, hash rate going back into your pocket. But, but yeah, I, I think it would be probably around 23, 24, just off the top of my head. Or maybe, yeah, yeah. I could do the math for you guys. Hold on. Yep, just about what I thought. Uh, it's 24.8, so round up 25. I saw we had K uh, Nate come up, but he went back to a listener. Let me know if you have a question or not. We're here for it, but we'll probably go ahead and wrap this up if there's no more questions. And there he is. How's it going, Nate? Oh, still connecting. Oh, did it work? <laughs> <laughs> that it did. I got rugged there for a second. Well, uh, just a comment. I had, we, when we were talking about withdrawals from the different uh, – Exchanges. I was saying that uh, Coin Metro and Binance US was uh, blocking 
uh, withdrawals. I just wanted to, didn't want anyone to freak out. There's something wrong with my my accounts actually, so everyone else should have uh, luckily have <laughs> not have a problem with it. Just wanted to let, uh, let everyone know. Thanks. Perfect. No worries. No worries. So just to reiterate, um, in the space we had previously uh, to this one, uh, Nate was having troubles withdrawing from Binance. And so we were all questioning if that was a, a platform-wide thing. And it turns out that it's just his account. So you guys most likely, 99% sure, you guys should be able to withdraw a KDA from Binance.us. So that's good because I have some KDA on Binance that I am going to use for the pre-sale. So uh, what, what can I say? Well, oh, another question. Sidious, did you have any something to say? I know, man. I was just uh, with pain in my heart about to say that I, I had to go, but I really enjoyed the space and uh, all of your explanation. So I'll be, I'll be looking forward to the next couple of days. Very exciting. Yeah, and thank you for coming up and also, um, I don't know what to call it, but hosting, shepherding questions for uh, all of the community and coming and answer, asking them for them. So, you know, it's greatly appreciated. Amazing questions to not only you, but everybody that you were representing with your questions. So shout out to you guys. Thank you for, you know, the awesome questions. So maybe, maybe I could do a, li a little show then because these are all, I don't have a lot of followers on Twitter. I'm not that uh, active, but if anybody has <laughs> some questions that they don't like to ask in an, uh, in a Twitter space, they can always hit me up and follow. <laughs> maybe that way I'll be able to help uh, Booms and, uh, and Egg 11 better with their poker tournaments as well. So I love that. I love that. So definitely everybody go check out Sidious. If you don't like speaking in spaces, he will speak for you. <laughs> And also, uh, I think I, I, the the way you said it, or the moment you said it, I might have gotten an extra whitelist. So, let's say if you're the twenty fifth new follower, you'll get a whitelist. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's a joke. I don't even know if I already got it or not. <laughs> That's true. We still have to go see who the first twenty five were. <laughs> But hopefully, I, but quick. hopefully you were do, quick. Do we have 25? Uh, at the time, we did have 25 uh, in oh, the okay. space. As long as every you know people claimed it, um, you know, be what it is. Man, I, I just saw, we were just speaking about uh, the other projects that were supporting us by giving some whitelists away. I just saw like when the last, in the last two, three minutes, uh, we just saw <laughs> two awesome projects uh, tweet give another our whitelist away the arcade with the Kadena bowls which i own too many of so support to them shout outs to them and also miners of Kadenia mock so shout outs to both of those projects super awesome love to see the support hopefully we'll be able to you know return the favors and you know keep building the community and the ecosystem but also uh Sidious, i think we're going to be ending the space here soon so uh, it was great chatting with you. No worries on having to leave. Uh, it's perfect timing. Works out. But uh, one last time, I'm going to open the floor for any questions, comments, concerns. Uh, if not, you can always DM uh, anybody in the project. So in our Discord, uh, feel free to join. Um, 
We are collecting whitelist uh, addresses right now. So if you are whitelisted, um, not only can you um, go into the Discord and claim your whitelist, but if you DM uh, me on Twitter, I can manually add your uh, address. And we've been doing that already. So uh, just feel free to reach out to anybody in the project if you have questions, comments, concerns, need help claiming a whitelist or any of that stuff. So uh, we're here for it. And it looks like we don't have any more questions. So I will go ahead and end the space. I appreciate you all uh, for being here. Uh, it's gonna be, it's been a wild journey. Uh, our time is approaching and you know, we'll keep you guys posted as soon as possible, as quick as possible with any, <laughs> with any updates uh, that we have uh, regarding the actual time of the mint. But uh, we are aiming to have that done and ready tomorrow. Uh, early to late afternoon, um, mountain time, that is. So keep your eyes peeled. And Riley, thank you for your hard work. Uh, I don't think you get thanked enough for what you go through in a day. Um, this guy is working his butt off for everybody, not just him. So uh, I want to thank you personally, and, and I hope other people reach out to you and thank you as well, because you are you are bleeding for this project and you are giving your all. And uh, that's, that's a very good character trait you have there. So I want to thank you. Hey, well, I appreciate that. You're most more than welcome. And, you know, right back to you. Thank you as well. Thank you for being a part of the staff, you know, always being there to support in every possible way. And, so, you know, and that goes to the rest of the staff, too. It's, it's a collective effort. It's why I always say built by us, for us. We're all benefiting from this. And collectively, you know, together our impact is bigger. One of those other things we always say. So it's, you know, it's thanks to you guys as well. And I appreciate the recognition, Boom. And, you know, we're going to keep going, keep building, and, uh, you know, continue to realize all these goals and dreams and you know hopefully have a huge impact in everybody's lives so um without further ado i will send you guys off thank you guys all so much for you know being here uh keep your eyes peeled i always say keep your eyes peeled tons of cool stuff coming obviously for, for doing a pre-sale here so we will keep you guys updated as soon as possible and yeah stay safe out there Get those bags ready, and uh, we'll see you on the launch. Uh, next, tomorrow, we're, we'll be doing another Twitter space. Uh, you know, we'll, we should have the official information of when the, uh, you know, the time will be that we launch uh, in that space. We'll probably post it before the space. So, you know, same thing we always say. Turn on those notifications and keep your eyes peeled. Uh, have a good one, everybody. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Full Spend Yacht Club official pre-sale release AMA. Recorded on Thursday, September 29th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing I'll aggressive, insane from all directions Smoke rolls in when I start a session Plank canvas, blaze up the handlers Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush Put your
a mask on and don't touch the antlers Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse But in the universe, I'm just writing some words Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded Get into the shit and line them up Just another fixed game of try my luck Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up, driver or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor we take A little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling, less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building and the blocks came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal? I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble Spaces. <laughs>